there's guys that are, you know, not going to be that into sex or it's not as important or feel as essential or like whatever. Like people are different and that includes men. <laughs> men are people. You heard it here first. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Horny on Main, your one-stop shop for all things love, lust and thirst related. I'm Elena Bates and I'm Melody Thomas and together what we lack in qualifications we more than make up for in a borderline obsessive collection of every sexual experience ever shared with us. What else? Uh, my parents. <laughs> Your parents, the actually qualified sex and relationship therapist. I'm very excited because we're going to actually be hearing from one of them in this episode. So this question, as with them all, was solicited over the Re News Instagram feed from listeners and readers of the column. This one goes like this. My boyfriend wants a sex break. Is this common in couples? We only have sex once a fortnight anyway. Yeah, I, I don't want to sound harsh, but does it really matter if it's common or not? Like, I, I get how they've asked the question, but... I just off the block want to, you know, kind of suggest, I don't know if it's ever really helpful to frame, you know, concerns around your sex and relationship life in terms of what's common or normal. Yeah, absolutely. People are so different that normal or common can be really hard to gauge. And even when we know the norm, if it's fine for you and it's fine for your partner, then there's actually no problem. You know, some some people are rabbits that go at it constantly like crazy and some people barely have sex at all and if everyone's all good with that then there's no issue yeah there's so many ways to skin a rabbit well i don't know what the saying is, <laughs> no. but anyway anyway oh my God. so yeah if you can sit aside like is this common and instead ask how does this make me feel that's you're off to a good start i agree and i do just want to quickly i like we're assuming that by sex break you mean your boyfriend has asked for a period where there's going to be no sex between you Presumably not forever, just, just, you know, asking for a pause. And yeah, I would encourage rather than wondering if it's common, you know, maybe just start by checking in with your personal reaction to his request. Do you feel comfortable with the idea? Does that request make you concerned for your relationship? Does it make you feel sad that your partner's asking for less physical intimacy, you know, for the moment? You know, what has this brought up for you? I think, like most challenges in relationships, like there is an opportunity there for further self-awareness and also further intimacy with your partner. Totally. And that's something I know that when we do get your parent involved in this conversation, they're going to be all in on is, you know, that everything framed as a sexual quote-unquote issue actually is an opportunity for deeper intimacy and communication and learning and trying new things together. Mm. One of my first questions when I read this was I just immediately wanted to know how much communication has happened between these two people already because if there hasn't been a good conversation and this is just out of nowhere yeah, I want a break, I want a sex break and maybe the person who wrote to us already feels like once a fortnight is like not as much sexual intimacy as they would like in their life and there, you know, there hasn't been a back and forth about that, then that is going to be really hard. Yeah, was there a good conversation leading up to this? Were you given the space to share your feelings about his request? Was that welcome? Did you feel like it was a conversation he was opening up or was it more of, you know, a this is what's going to happen? Yeah. Someone coming to you and being like, this is how it is from now is just not really how um, relationships should go. 
I personally, you know, I can't help but put myself in this person's shoes and I know that I personally get quite a lot of security and reassurance in my relationship from sexual intimacy. And I know that if I'm honest, probably my initial response, especially if this was an abrupt conversation, uh, we're on a sex break, I would freak out. Absolutely. I would I would be like, what's wrong? How do I fix it? And I would probably do what I usually do, which is to initially freak out and then come back around and try and be calm about it <laughs> after a little panic. <laughs> But just don't feel bad if that's how you're feeling because that is actually a normal response. You know, like it doesn't mean that something's wrong, but it is actually normal for you to wonder if it does mean that, if that makes sense. Yeah, the meaning sex has like differs for people. So yeah, for you, it's like tied to your security in the entire relationship and like the love and, you know, for other people, not having sex for a while wouldn't make them feel insecure about all these other things. It wouldn't maybe send them into a spiral. Mm. Um, And I think as well as the meaning, like the level of priority or importance people put upon sex in terms of their relationship can vary. You could like having sex, but it might not actually affect you that much if you don't have it very often. Uh, It could be an area where you have the capacity to be flexible and compromise without ending up feeling resentful. Yes, and I think that's going to be another thing in terms of calling up our actual qualified expert that we can get into is like if your needs feel misaligned, how to move forward without resentment starting to fester that's a that's a good one one thing I quickly because I think we should make that call in a second but one thing I did want to say as well was um we don't know the gender of the person who's asked this question and it doesn't really matter but I'm actually glad that they mentioned that the person asking for the break was their boyfriend because it gives us a great opportunity to talk about gendered expectations especially around male sexuality because Mm. you know I think part of the kind of panic and probably you know again for me if this was happening to me part of my panic would be tied into this idea that we're sold from so young that guys are just always up for it and so if they don't want to you know fuck then it's because there's something wrong with you it's a gendered expectation that isn't true like guys and girls are both three-dimensional human beings and we can't make these grand assumptions about dudes always being up for You're it. You're talking crazy now. <laughs> and there's there's guys that are, you know, not going to be that into sex or as you said, Lena, like it's not as important or feel as essential or like whatever. Like people are different and that includes men. <laughs> yeah, men are people. You heard it here first. <laughs> men are people too. <laughs> We're making a bold claim. <laughs> Speaking of, shall we? Yeah, we thought we'd bring someone in who maybe has a, well, not maybe, definitely has a broader sample pool when it comes to understanding why and how um, couples may take a sex break. So we're going to call your dad. Your dad is uh, Nick Bates, and he is an actual qualified sex and relationship therapist. He may want to add to that. Is Nick on the line now? I am indeed here and listening and being well entertained. Uh, yeah, so I am. I am indeed a, a sex and relationship therapist. I'm a clinical psychologist by trade, but that's pretty much all I focus on is relationships and sex. So Nick, I guess my first question for you as someone who has talked with a lot of couples who I imagine are in a lot of different places in their relationship, what are some reasons that you could give to us, because we don't have this detail, about why somebody in a relationship might ask for a quote-unquote sex break? I mean, I think usually it's because their energy is going somewhere else or needs to go somewhere else and I think often what can happen is in a situation like this is the partner can be going well what you want is what you want to put your energy into sex with other people that's I think often a really big fear when somebody says something like that and you know sometimes people do have a pattern of indirect communication 
And so that can be really anxiety provoking. So people wanting to take a break, um, it can be because sex isn't, isn't working for them. They have issues to work out. You know, for example, if people are working through some stuff as a result of bad sexual experiences, abuse experiences, they may want to take a break from their present sex life. That would be, you know, that would be a, mm. a common one. Yeah, it's an yeah. important point. I've seen people do it when they've had a really big kind of work business challenge on. Mm. And it's just like they just, they, they literally have no energy for anything else. Yeah. Or the, the, the infamous children. The infamous sex destroyers children. <laughs> <laughs> yes, later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> How, how you ruined my life. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, in the question, we don't know how old they are because that was kind of a distinction that I was making in my head of, like, you know, if there is something external where, you know, you can both point to it and be like, yeah, this is the reason, mm. that's quite different than if there isn't that external thing. Mm. Yeah, and, and, I mean, the other thing that, that can happen, and this is where that, you know, that intimate conversation happens is somebody may kind of get to that point of saying, I just don't want to do this anymore. And they don't even know themselves in the first instance mm. why. But it's like, yeah. that's, you know, and then there's, there is, as I think you, you were saying earlier, then there's the opportunity for that intimate exploration of, so what is that about? But I guess as well, if you're, if you're going to have that intimate exploration, if it, if it is a case of I don't really know, or this just isn't feeling right or anything like that, then there has, there has, to, be a, it has to be a no pressure situation. Um, I think, uh, think you've got to be careful about that notion of no pressure because I think if one of you wants to be, you know, active sexually at the moment, and they may freely and generously say, that's fine, let's have a break, I understand why you need it, so that's okay by me. That doesn't mean that the person who's asked for that break won't feel pressure. Yeah. Because they know that it's not what their partner wants. Right. If you agree to a break or if you agree to anything, it's really important you follow through on that agreement and don't kind of undermine it by being grumpy about it or being, mm. you know, making little digs or little remarks or... You know, so in that sense, I, I know what you're saying, Melody, but I think that notion of, oh, you know, if, if I agree to it, then you're not going to experience pressure. I don't think it works that way for people. No, that's a really good point. Another possible reason why a person might want to have a sex break is that, it, is that they, they have created a bunch of expectations for themselves about sex mm. and about how much energy they put in or the quality of it or, or something, and it's kind of become Yeah, burdensome. what it looks like. Yeah. What it involves, that's such a great point. Do you mean like when we have sex, it's a one-hour sex marathon and so I don't have the energy for the right now instead of thinking like, oh, actually, maybe we're just mutually yeah. masturbating and then that's another way of, is that what you mean? Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm afraid of disappointing you or yeah. stuff like that. Okay. So what are some ways you could suggest in terms of like kind of just coping or keeping your relationship healthy when you're kind of maybe in this gray area where someone's not sure, sure what's going on with their sex drive, the other person's dealing with maybe not feeling as close or not feeling as satisfied. Like, what are some things for people to keep in mind if they're kind of in that space? I mean, the first thing that occurs to me is that, that you know, for the person who asked this question, you kind of, you, it, it's pretty tricky to consent to something when you don't know the shape of it or the length, you know, the length of what yeah. you commit, you know, it's like, how do you want that commitment when it's sort of open-ended? That's quite tricky. I certainly think I wouldn't, you know, I would encourage people to make an agreement, you know, happy to do this for X months and then let's review, but but mm, mm. make it boundary, not kind of open-ended and nebulous because that's actually really, I think that's very anxiety-provoking when we don't know. And, I mean, the other thing is, 
you know, you, if you if you put it, if you're having a break for sex, does that mean what about a physical affection? Yeah, you know, touching each other in warm and friendly ways is is that still okay? You know, what about um, giving each other sensual pleasure with massage or stuff like that? You know, but you know, with a very clear understanding, this is not going. You know, this is not a prelude to sex. This is just but giving each other physical pleasure. Mm. You know, there's lots of other ways that you can stay close, connected, even even physical ways that are not about sex. Yeah, the the whole massage and, and other ways of being sensual together occurred to me as well because I know, you know, I said that sexual intimacy provides a lot of closeness and reassurance in my relationship, but it's actually not. It's more physical intimacy and if and something like a massage or any of that kind of touch is actually going to go a really long way towards making me feel those same feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's really important, you, you know, again, there may be reasons why people don't want to go there, but for a lot of people, they sort of go, if, we can't, if we're not being sexual, then we can't touch. And that's, you know, very much throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And I've certainly worked with a lot of couples where we say, okay, well, let's put the boundary here. Nothing sexual is going to happen, but let's keep all the, you know, the, the, the affectionate, warm, loving, caring, maybe sensual touch on the table. But one last point I would like to make to the person who wrote in is that you can also still be having sex with yourself. You can still be getting off on your own. <laughs> Amen to that. Well, I feel like we have more than enough to, th- to think about, and I hope that this has been helpful for the person who wrote in as well as for anyone else listening who has experienced something similar. Thank you so much, Nick, for being available on the phone for us. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Dad. Yeah, we'll have you back. I think we'll have you back. I reckon we'll have you back. Oh, We'll see. (laughs) And for anyone listening, keep an eye on the Renews Instagram feed for a chance to ask a question of your own. Okay, see you soon. Bye.